A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Now let's get to Eels versus Manly. And before we get into it, a couple of uh, young lads went down to the game. Yourself, Tom, Eddie. What happened, boys? Yeah, mate, we had a good time. Shout out to Parramatta. They invited us out to the field club. Best game day experience in rugby league, Kempi. You'd love it there. Would I? You would thoroughly enjoy sun, yourself. It's no sun court. Called for. We had a great time, though. We, uh, we got the... The Hummerzine, I think it was called out there. So you got the <laughs> the full experience. Uh, so did they? The Eels set that all up? No, Tom and Eddie set all oh up. Oh my god! Up. Okay. Uh, so that was good fun. Eddie wasn't even able to come in it with us, so it was just us and Tom, what? prize winners. So what? he he met us out there, but we had a good time. Oh, prize winners! Was there someone else? Yeah, we had some. Parramatta gave us two tickets for oh, okay. break even, so yep. we had two prize winners. We got on in the Hummerzine and. Pop champagne and Maddie reached in to get three glasses and smashed two on arrival. <laughs> oh my god! It bro. wasn't even on arrival. We actually hadn't even had yeah. left the driver. We hadn't left the driver the yet. Engine wasn't turned on. And Maddie's smashing glassware and everything all over the place. We took off. All was good. Uh, and then we had to do the pre-game entertainment, which was getting out in the middle to catch bombs. It was meant to be halftime, but we got brushed for Tiger Lily. Just fair play. She, yeah. she did a great show, by the way, so credit to her. Um, lovely lady, by the way, Tiger Lily. Mm. Haven't had much to do with her in my life. That'll shock everyone out there. <laughs> She's a very nice lady. Um, so we went out there pre-game. We were sort of joking before. Me and Tim were ready to go out there and take bombs. And just before we left, Kempi rang us like all, all good parents do and said, hey, can you take your little brother with her? <laughs> And that sure. is not true. Sure, we'll take Maddie with us. Fine. And uh, me and Tim, we caught two from two bombs. Maddie, zero from two. Now, we will fully support and we will always stand with Maddie always. Mm. But next time I'm entering a bomb competition, I shan't be taking Maddie with me. Look, I think it's more Parry Eels wanted us to lose. I think that there's some kind of uh, operation against team bloke and I back Matty all the way yeah I don't know if you got to watch the catches up close I don't know how you <laughs> look feel. I've seen him I've seen him and I was that ball regulation <laughs> was a ball regulation 
I don't know. So Tom and Eddie went first, and neither of them got within a postcode of catching their first one. And there's, then Tim thought, yeah, how this? There was actually, there's been an official change to the rugby league vernacular. The dictionary's been updated with all the rugby league terminology over the years, and it's, it used to be hands like bars of soap for people that can't catch a footy. It's now hands like Hello Sport. Oh, yeah, hands like hey, Hello Sport. I like that. two blokes under a high ball. Like, we give Matty a bit of stick, but Tom and Eddie... They, they weren't far off. And also, don't believe the propaganda coming out of Hello Sport this nah. today. There'll be a bunch of propaganda, real dictator kind of shit, real dictator kind of shit, you know, head of media kind of stuff. So don't believe the propaganda. The boys went two from two. Four from four, yeah, four, from four all up. Four from four all up. Yep. And, they, and Hello Sport went what? They both went two from three. Two from three each. And juggled their four that they caught too, man. Put, put it this way, it was going to be sort of myself and Guru versus the boys and they said, we'll pin like, Tim, you go up against, I think it was Tom first up, then it was Guru and Eddie and they said, but, you know, like if they drop balls or whatever and you two both get him, it was to play off to go into the final. So it was actually meant to be me and Guru, but um, the little fella over here, Maddie, yeah. Ma- Ma- Maddie tagged along, just had to restructure the competition. So Tom and Eddie should have had their one catch, dropped it. They wouldn't even had their second crack at it. So so here we are, like, in the final, and I'm getting ready to go up and take the next catch. And the guy on the mic goes, no, Maddie, it's your turn. <laughs> I went, fuck. And Tim went, fuck. And Maddie went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, you're a rookie, mate. Plenty of us had bad day booze, mate. You'll be back. You'll bounce back better than ever. Um, it'd just be at another club, that's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, anyway, great times, great times. Great from the Eels too to get so involved in the, in the podcasting scene. See well, the mate, we, like, we had these two passes to give away and we said to Parramatta that we would give it to the person who picked the highest scoring um, player from Parramatta's game last week in mm. Supercoach and it was the weekend of Jared Croker's 300th and Parramatta said, no, nah, no, nah, do it for Jared Croker. See if people can predict Jared Croker's score. Oh, so that's cool. Huge shout out to Parramatta. Yeah. Huge nudge there. Didn't make it about themselves or anything. Uh, it was fantastic. Put on mm. a really good show out there. It is a good stadium. It is a bloody good stadium. So, yeah, great stuff from the Eels there. Uh, let's get into the game. More great stuff from the Eels. 34-4. to four. Oh, I mean, players being out for either side almost just cancel each other out. You know, Tommy... DCE out, obviously, Jake Trevojevic out, but also Eels, they're missing players as well. So that all essentially cancelled themselves out. Massive win for the Eels. Absolutely, almost season-changing. Almost season-changing. Manly, on the other hand, huge concerns. Like, yes, they're missing players, but this Manly that doesn't seem to know what kind of team it wants to be, one week it's good, one week it's not... Um, yeah, getting really concerned because Manly's squad is a fucking good squad, but they just cannot put together, you know, good performances after each other. I'd understand if that were, a, you know, a Bulldogs building, you know, even a Dragons or a Tigers, but <coughs> this Manly squad, when they all play well, are a top four side. Uh, and I know their key players weren't there this week, but neither were Parry Eels. So we'll speak about Eels first, though. We'll speak about the positive. Eels, outstanding. Dejan Arce, he was unbelievable. He has been so good since coming into grade. It's shocked me that he hasn't come into grade earlier for the Eels when they've been a bit short outside backs. He was outstanding. Um, obviously, Sivo scored uh, eight tries in eight games um, against the Seagulls prior to Saturday night. It came close, but it was yet not to be. How crazy is it Sivo is essentially at the top of the try-scoring props, but... 
you know, has he set the world alight this year? Like, have the Eels set the world alight this year? Probably not, and yet he's at the top. Without knocking Sevo and Andy Orr, because that's another remarkable feat, because he's just a prolific try scorer season after season. It says so much about the blokes inside him. The amount of space they get him, and we look at fullbacks that can ice that three on two, Gutho to him, that combination, and, and I'd like to credit to Sevo that he times his run and everything perfectly every single time. But Gutho, Dill Brown when he was there, Dion Arcee, they've all just... That edge is so in sync. Yeah, it is. And, oh, mate, like Gutho, how many clubs would kill for a fullback like Gutho? Isn't his ball playing underrated? So oh, underrated. Just, and his consistency. I know he came in, you know, at Manly under Brett Stewart. Like, his ball playing reminds me of Brett Stewart so mm. much. Everything's a little bit unorthodox. The ball reverse spirals somehow. It's always at a weird angle. But, how like, Guffo very rarely nowadays does he ever get these moments wrong. Yeah. So good. And, like, you know, he doesn't get put in the same category as the top tier. And fair enough. But usually when a, a guy is that good at ball playing, their ball running game suffers to a degree if you're not considered a top, top tier. Whereas, like, he gets to a mountain of work incredible one of the best defensive fullbacks in the game arguably the best try saver in the game um well they, well they lose their three playmakers from round one in brown moses and hodgson and you go, all right where's the creativity going to come from where are the points going to come from gutho just step, steps up every time he needs to yeah it's remarkable it's so good like to score 34 points without your six seven and starting nine is pretty incredible mm. yeah pretty incredible and then you even add in like Missing Sean Lane, who last year was the focal point of their attack a yep. lot of the time. Yep. Um, uh, Bailey Simonson had easily his best game of the, the season, scoring two tries and 206 metres, five tackle breaks, two line breaks. Um, like the thing is, is that this is a standard that Bailey can play at. Now it's just about doing that week in, week out. And it's about, you know, sorting out a few errors in the game. It Like this is probably why he's kept his spot when he's – you know, had a few errors in his game or a few misreads, is because Brad Arthur probably sees this at training and, and he's put it all together. He really was really good on the weekend. Um, you know, uh, obviously I'll leave it to you, Guru, but <laughs> who else was good on the weekend? <laughs> don't know what you're talking about, Mike. <laughs> no, Hopgood, though, he was tremendous. Uh, one try, I think he had another try assist. He was just everywhere, Jermaine. And, uh, you know, went through that Queensland side before and, I probably couldn't pick Jermaine over any of those guys, but if Slater did go for Jermaine over those guys, you could completely understand it. Mm. He's playing at a level that I think he is ready to play Origin. Um, yeah, such a good story, Jermaine. Like, he's hasn't had it easy. Um, I, I, I forget the exact storyline, but I believe, like, his father went out to play Junior League one day yeah. and passed away. So, uh, hasn't had it easy, Jermaine. The thing I've always loved about him, and, you know, I think it's sort of, you know, people don't probably appreciate just how hard it is, but for him, like, he's been playing reserve grade now for years. Mm. Like, he would have been told so many times that it was over. Mm. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. And for him to hang around in reserve grade and just go through those tough years where, where you know, when you get to 23, 24, it's looking harder and harder that you're going to be able to crack it in first grade. And for him to do what he's done and now be sort of in those conversations for origin – such a tremendous effort from him. Yeah, totally agree. Totally, it's like so easy to get, get a 23, 24-year-old age and if you play in reserve grade, you're almost taking up a spot in the top 30. And so clubs will go, oh, look, you are a better player than this 18-year-old, but 
this 18 year old has probably more potential than you. Yeah. And especially when it's, it was during that COVID period as well. Like so many New South Wales cup careers ended because of COVID. Yeah. So many guys that had the potential, but just went, you know what? I have to get back to reality here. Mm. If it hasn't happened yet, it's probably not Mm. going to. And I'm sure that Hopgood at some point would have had that conversation with his missus, mates, whatever it might be. And I just love that he backed himself. He's got himself into a first grade system now. And mate, like he's a genuine fan favorite out there. Yeah, they love just, him. They love him out yep. there. Um, Brian Madison at six. I thought it was bloody fantastic. <laughs> it was great. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Passed decently when he needed to, but then just ran the ball. 163 metres, 43 Jeez. post contact, five tackle breaks, and then he made 21 tackles. Um, and actually growing up, I think Ryan Madison was a six. He was. He was. Yep. P- played... I had bits and pieces of six at the Roosters in the NRL as well. Yeah, so, like, what a guy to fall back on. Like, I think when it got named, a lot of people were like, Ryan Madison at six, he's huge. But, again, Dejan Arcee, I hope I'm saying that right. Arcee? Dejan Arcee? Is that his? Arcee, I think Assi? it is, yeah. Dejan Arcee? Um, who would have thought, like, Arcee and Madison would be a six and seven com- combination? On top, or we'll actually, go even further. Hands, Arcee and Madison. And they put 34 points on Manly. It's in hands getting interesting now. Yep. I, I think was, you keep him there. Oh, They're well, on a trot. Yeah. Hodgson out injured at the moment. I think it's a bit of a mystery uh, neck injury. And, you know, not, not, not a heap to read into, obviously. But, like, we saw him getting around the ground the other day. Like, he doesn't look too hampered. Like, without knowing the depths of what's mm. going on there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he is available pretty soon. Um, tough decision on their hands there. I think you got to. I think he's earned the starting spot. They're four on a trot, like, like I think he's earned it. And I think even before uh, Hodgson got injured, I was considering it anyway. So I think you bring Hodgson off the bench for two reasons. A, I think Hands has earned that starting role for now, but also I like him better off the bench. Keep him fresh. Get him, get him around the ruck for ten minutes either side of half time or even like whenever, whenever twenty minutes in total or thirty minutes in total. Just, just. Uh, probing around the ruck mm. without having to deal with making 40 tackles a game because mm. um, he's, he's a bit older now how old is he now 33 34 um, yeah you know so yeah I, well, I like hands there the more time hands is going to be there the better he's going to be as well um, so yeah really really good win for the Eels I, I uh, thought it was good Ogden <laughs> had some good moments I thought he was good uh, 142 metres um and just such a confidence-boosting win for the Eels. To be able to do this with so yeah. many players out, they just rocket themselves back into the top eight, and all of a sudden, the season's back on again. The se- like, they're, they're even a chance. I don't, like, they may not reach it. <coughs> they're even a chance of top four. So the Rabbitohs are all, they're one win from the top four. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a year where they were grand finals last year and it looked like a disaster is turned into, if they go out and win again... And they've played 15 games as well. Mm. So, they, gen- they basically are top four. Yeah, so yeah, round 18 by, round 27 by. So, like, technically now, oh, no, Rabbitohs have played um, 15 games as well. But Storm, oh, but they're two points ahead. Yeah, so they're, they're just they're one win outside the eight, uh, so outside the four, which is just insane. Could you imagine they make a late run? Far Wild. out. Oh, I thought they were gone after round five or round six. Just uh, the way the way that it started and everything they've had to overcome and whatnot, so incredible. Hasn't it? Wasn't it a weird weekend for try scorers? Like, obviously Alex Twelve scored, but then 
your Hazelton, your Jack Williams. Like Parramatta had Makatoa and Ogden both score tries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Week of the ultimate battler. It's fantastic. Love it. There were a lot of let's call it New South Wales Cup quality tries that you see just blokes <laughs> crashing through the middle. You're like, that's so New South Wales Cup. Um, now on to Manly. Uh, yeah, look, really, as I said, really concerned with Manly because they come out, set the world alight, and you're going, wow, top four side. And then the next week, they are the total opposite of that. Um, <laughs> they didn't fire a shot. Like, mm. they were barely in the game. And, mate, you, you could see in their warm-up, they were high, they were ready to go, and then they watched Tom and Eddie completely shit the bed, <laughs> and you just saw it deflated them. Yeah. Do you can play, it's a hello sport loss. I think so. I think it's fair. I think it's fair as well. Put it this way. Jason Saab didn't look like dropping a ball in the start of his warm-up. Then he, I saw him watching on as Tom and Eddie got under the high ball, and you just saw a part of him dying, so going... They're our number one supporters. They can't catch a bomb. That was the most frustrating thing when we were doing the bomb. Like, like this literally happened. I could see Brad Parker and Burbo in the corner, and every time Tommy catch on, they'd cheer, and every time we call one, they'd be like, "Fuck!" Oh, really? <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, that's, <a> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah. So with Manly, look, there's not really much to be stoked about. To be honest, is you know try to be glass half full and whatever, <laughs> but there weren't really that many performances that you can look at and go, "That was a." Like, this was a really bad day for Manly. I just think, like, th- th- there's two ways you can look at it. And my, my initial thought is, like, whatever. They, like, they're missing the blokes we know they're so, so reliant on in Tom Trevojevic, Daly Che Evans and Jake Trevojevic. Those blokes are all going to come back into their team within the next week or two, whenever it might be. And they could set the world alight and put 50 on, on, on anyone in the competition. So I'm like, I don't really care that they got pumped on a bike without those players. But... Why is it at this stage that they can't even compete without these blokes in their team? Where is the DNA in the jersey that they go, you know, we've got players out, we need to live for this one week or these two weeks around origin time without these players. You just, you come to expect this when they've got Tommy Turbo in particular out, but you drop all three of them. They didn't have to win this game, but you wanted to see them deliver a lot more than that. And I, like, obviously we were out there, so maybe my read was wrong, but I, I felt like, 34 to 4, I must complimented Manly. Mm. I thought there was a number of yeah. times where Parramatta crossed the strike. I thought like there was a try taken off Parramatta every 10 minutes. Parra had 62% of the possession. <sighs> so, yeah, that they ran for, Parra ran for 1,930 metres, Manly 1,130. They almost doubled their metres. This is, I don't know exactly how this stat is calculated, but on a night that, you know, Manly players, fans, it wasn't a great night under the high ball. Para had 83% kick diffusals. Manly were 27%. So when I say I don't know how it's judged, I don't know like in the sense of, you know, if it's chipped into space, like how that equates sort of thing. But on any given day, 27% can't be good, especially when your opposition are at 83. The other big one that stands out for me, you don't see it very much, is the average... Um, set distance. Yeah, I was looking at too. Forty point two five for Parramatta, thirty one for Manly. Mate, like even their um, <coughs> even their like completion rate, sixty six percent completion, and also tackle breaks. They only broke twelve tackles the whole game compared to forty two for Eels. I'll go give them one one positive. 
I loved the the one and only try that they did score to Plotto in that corner, and it was a lot of their youth and you know probably a big part of their future, at least most of them. And it was used to go into line, do what he does, squaring up, playing late, went out the back to Weeks. Weeks had a really nice tip on for Kohler. Mm. Kohler really nice tip on. It was, a, it was a lovely try from the four of them. What I found interesting was the impact of when we, we talk so much about left side, right side, all this sort of stuff. It's pretty nerdy NRL sort of stuff when you get down to the nitty gritty of it. Kohler's ball playing, he had some really nice catch and pass efforts on that being right to left, which looked more natural to him. So when he made that switch with Ruben Garrick last week, going from right where he normally plays to the left, mm. I thought his ball playing looked great. So yeah. that's something that Kohler, we know he can ball run. We know he's a great defender. Yeah, there's, there's more to him <laughs> than we've seen. Do you think Garrick should be at fullback when Tommy's out? I would, yes. 100%. Because like... Kaya Weeks, he's had two opportunities there now and hasn't he's really... had more than two. Yeah. He's had a few, yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Kaya, but he just doesn't seem like a fullback. He seems like more of a half. Wasn't it so weird? Like, when, when he was playing hooker for those few games, I just looked at him and went, geez, he is such a fullback. Mm. Now, as soon as he gets to fullback, I, 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 thought I think he, he's probably more of a ball player. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was a fullback as well. Like, I was like, fuck, he'd be good. Quick, great ball playing, good mm. footwork, but... I don't know, it just doesn't seem to feel comfortable there. It just doesn't seem to be, yeah. you know, really... It looks more comfortable at hooker. Yeah, I'd definitely be playing Ruben Garrick there. That's really surprised me that Garrick's ended up at, you know, centre at all spots, not fullback. Yeah, I, I, even though Garrick was outstanding last week at centre, I'd be putting him back to fullback. Oh, 100%, yeah. And I... Yeah, I'm still not convinced on Garrick at centre personally. I know it was easy to say last week because you know but you, you don't judge guys in 60 point victories. I think you've got you know 100 odd first grade games of him being a premium winger. That's where I'd be playing him. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm still I'm still uh, ambi- like ambiguous. I don't know whether he, like from the games I've seen him play centre, which is one, he killed it. Mm-hmm. So. DC unlocked him last week. Those just flat face yeah. ball straight to him, got him one to one, turned a bit of space, and he killed. So reassess next week. Yeah, so I, I want to see more games at center um, before I say that he's not a center. Um, I'm not saying no. I just think like he's. I, I think he's a better winger for sure. Yeah. I guess it just depends on what the club needs at this time. Yeah. And also, actually, no. I still want to see a bit more at center. I still want to see a little bit more. He's a gun winger. We know that, but. You know, when DC returns and if he kills it again, he could build a really good combination with DC. And also, it may help improve Kohler's um, ball playing if, if yep. you know, he moves to the other side. Um, but, yeah, the go talk about it. But, like, you know, Schuster, pretty quiet. Um, unfortunately, when you get the big bucks and you get all the negative headlines and that's – a lot of pressure but unfortunately these are the games where you need to step up and take the team by the scruff of the neck and unfortunately I just don't know if he I know that he's a six but when you're the 850 grand player or whatever this, that's your job in my opinion and he's, he's in his what third or fourth year now of first grade it's not you know he's still a rookie yeah and he's not, no one comes into first grade as a complete player um, but I did I did think he would offer a little bit more and stand up a little bit more when they, they needed him uh, yeah, without being boring, I don't have much to add. I agree with everything you just said. Mm. I was expecting more from him. They needed more from him in this game. And uh, once again, I was out there, so I might have the best five on it. But I, there was a lot of times where I was sort of just thinking, mm. where is Josh Houston? How, how many touches of the footy did he have? Where's his 38? Yeah. 
I'll go into bat for him a little bit in the sense that it was absolutely quite obviously an off mm. night for him, but I say it time and time again. But His when forwards you're, didn't when you're in a side that are so well beaten, like how much possession did they have in the Eels half where he shines and can get that mm. opportunity to attack? That's fair. Bugger all. The but one, like one of the few chances he did get there, he had a big role in that try they scored. Mm. And as you said, he can be. He's a six. Like he's on decent money there, and you know, hopefully, has a big future at the club. But you reckon someone more money, him or Dearden? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't know what either of them are on. Well, I, I reckon Dearden's definitely not on more money. I reckon Schuster's on more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And well, so that's where yeah. I go. Dearden, like, stepped up yeah. and, like, rips and teared. But I just... I don't think that is like he was a back rower his, his career up until this point in the NRL and now he's obviously gone to five eight. He's just such a prototype, big ball running five not it's a ball running five eight, great ball playing, but mm. he's also not the halves player that is going to get you around the park and dominate a game with his kicking, any of that. Oh, I d I didn't expect that from him at all. I just mm. I expected like an it lifted intensity a heap of ball like ball runs, bring what he can bring to the game. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to come in and and, and get the boys around the park or whatever. Yeah. But I just more expected, like, with all your big dogs out, you'd want to have, like, 20 runs or something yeah, like okay. that. And Fair. coming out of his end, tucking the ball under and saying, boys, follow me. Um, how old is he now? And, and what year is he in in first grade? <clears throat> like, as I said, for example, I think Dearden and him are the same age. Um, and, like, Dearden – and now, yeah, you could say Dearden's played an extra year or so. But Dearden, when the game the team needed him because his yeah. players were out, he was ripping and tearing. Mm. Yeah, fair. Um, and I just think, just I don't know if we see the beautiful silky stuff, and we have been so pro Schuster here in regards to his talent. Like it genuinely is unmatched. But it's there's situations like this where he just needs to just go. You know what? I can change things here. I am the only player on the field right now with crazy talent that can win game, win the game for his team. And I just thought that you could have mm. got a bit more involved. So they're both 22. Yeah. Um, Schuster debuted in 2020 for one game. So. Won't count that. So his first full year was 2021, 2022, 2023. Whereas Dearden, he debuted in 2019, had a handful of games, had a half a season in 2020, kind of half a season in 2021 as well, and then had a full season in 2022. So how many games has Dearden played? How many games has Schuster played? Dearden's played 71 NRL games. Schuster's played 42. Mm. Um, and so, like, are they playing at 40 games difference? Oh, sorry, 30, 30 games difference? Probably not. Like, and also you got to remember Dearden's where he got absolutely treated like yeah. the Broncos. Um, oh, I'm taking Dearden every day of the week as it, as it stands. Like, And so that's sure. why I'm saying it's comparable. Like yeah. Dearden win the game. And look, as I said, they're very different players. But I just would, I just think that Schuster is so talented. Like, you, bro, you are the man. You are the man. And sometimes if you've got that talent, it's also a responsibility as well. You're getting paid well. You're the next guy up. Tuck the ball under and take 20 runs if you yeah. have to. Just show the boys that you're, you know. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I'm not saying that the loss was his fault at all. Like, their forwards got completely dominated. Like, they completed a 66%. He didn't drop everyone's ball. I uh, just more mean, like, 
I see him as the next superstar. Like that's how good I think he can be. Um, if he if he was less talented, I wouldn't even say anything. Yeah, so, a, you know, as you said, there's a responsibility that comes because he's come. so good. Yeah. He's so good, um, and he's shown that he's so good. Um, but you know, like you guys were saying as well, Jeezy's forwards didn't help. Yeah, like they really didn't. Like when you look at, you know, the meters run and the errors made, um, you know, completing at sixty six percent is is pretty wild. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, Paseca had probably one of his worst games, unfortunately. He had four errors. Um, you know, Saab struggled under the high ball. So, yeah. Is the Manly Seagull season over? Absolutely not. But this, this up and down, it's very hard to cop because, like, for example, the Newcastle Knights, they don't have the ceiling right now that Manly do. So you can kind of... But at least, whereas the Manly is just so up and down. Yeah, and I, I think what Tim said before is what stands out for me that you know when you take these, you know, two of those big three players out or all three of them, it's like it just falls into a heap, and it just shouldn't be the reality. Fine, fine that you don't win. Yeah, don't need to win. No way. But you don't need to fall into a heap like yeah. that every time. Like. Yeah, it's yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully they bounce back next week. But the problem is, is even if they do bounce back next week, so it's like, okay, well, what's the next week going to look like? Yeah. I want to see three to four games of like you know, what we know they can do. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 